Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, your ears are about to tickle. You are listening to a podcast with two friends sharing their opinions and their love about things they enjoy. This is the Disaster Party Podcast. Whoa, daddy. Let's get it. Oh, oh, daddy, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let them boys explain. It's free, and there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And that's the Disaster Party Boys telling you, go do it now. Welcome to Disaster Party Podcast. As always, this is Rob Cedeno, joined by my co-host. Oh, whoa, daddy, it's your boy Andy Bivians. It's B-I-V-I-A-N-S, for I am the one true, whoa, daddy of studio, whoa, Bivians, I-N-C, and your United States American icon. Listen, I know you missed us. I know you missed us, and me talking, it kind of makes me blue. But not today, because we're on episode 92. Whoa, daddy. Whoa, daddy. I dig well, it. 92, yeah. I know that we meant to come back earlier than this, but uh, life just keeps getting in the way. Gotta love life. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, we will do, like, a recap episode, I guess, of, like, a catch-up with what's been going on, I guess. Yeah. But today... We're going to talk about the Super Mario Brothers movie. Bum, bum, bum. Do, 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 do. <laughs> do, 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 do. Uh, yeah. So, this movie came out a couple weeks ago. Uh, or, yeah, about a month ago at this point. And I saw it in theaters. Did you see it in theaters? I did not. I did not. I, I watched it from the comfort of my own home. Got it. Yeah. Um... This movie was fucking awesome, and it has, it's becoming, or it, it's the highest grossing film of 2023 as of right now, and the eighth highest grossing animated film of all time. Uh, it had the biggest worldwide opening weekend for an animated film, and the highest grossing film based on a video game. That's wild. Yeah, so this is uh, it. It was a good movie, an anticipated movie, and it did well in the box office. That's awesome. That I mean, the movie was great, and I mean, a lot of people were waiting for it, especially once the uh, the commercial came out. So Bowser and everything. So I'm not shocked that it made that much. Yeah. Um. So 
a lot of people were going into this with they didn't really like the way that Chris Pratt, who plays Mario, they didn't like his voice. So I didn't hate it, though. I didn't hate it. Um, I will say, though, we have Chris Pratt as Mario. We have Anna Taylor Joy as Princess Peach. She was actually in uh, The Menu, that movie I was telling you guys about. Uh, Charlie Day is Luigi. Jack Black is Bowser. Um, Keegan-Michael Key is Toad. That's funny. Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. And I think... I don't know who this guy plays, to be honest. So, it's, it's a pretty big cast. So, I think a lot of effort went into this movie, and it pays a lot of fan service if you've played any and all Mario games. I agree. There was a lot of... Uh subtle hints that were in there that was just like, hey, <laughs> this is from this game. This is from the even I think within like Nintendo itself there was like a lot of different like um whether it be like visuals that were in it or like just the music alone from certain things. Oh the music was on point. Like <laughs> uh uh like if you've played any of the old school games you know that if you go into the dungeon there's different music than if you're on land and then if you're in the water, like it's just it's all different. And even um, like the Donkey Kong area had the Donkey Kong music. They they even showed like Diddy Kong in the Don so like in my opinion, because this movie did so well, I think this is gonna open up then like the Nintendo Mar uh movie verse because they introduced Mario Luigi, obviously, Bowser. Uh, they introduced some smaller characters. Uh, Donkey Kong's in there, Diddy Kong. Uh, they mixed in, like, uh, Super Mario Galaxy, uh, Super Mario Odyssey, uh, fucking Mario 3, Mario 1, Mario Kart. Uh, so there's just so many different ways they could take this franchise, I guess. Facts. I think they did a really good job with it, too. Like, um... Like you were saying, I feel like they can definitely kind of spin off of that and create more movies based off of just the games alone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is, like, I took, this was my kid's first movie in the movie theater, and he sat through the whole thing and loved it and just wants to keep going to watch it, but I'm like, once it gets on a streaming service, you could watch as much as you want. I'm not going back to the theater. <laughs> Facts. I'm sure it wouldn't take too long before it's back on uh, streaming service. No, nah, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be there soon. Um. All right. So let's jump into the movie. The, I would say that the actual like. So here's the thing. I wouldn't say the story is the greatest because it's, it's it's a kids movie, so it's pretty straightforward as as a movie. Uh. But I think the fan service for adults with the music, knowing the different games, some of the characters. Uh, like where it could go because there is a secret ending that we'll talk about or a post credit scene. Um, but like the actual story is pretty straightforward, but we'll definitely run through that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you've seen the trailers, but that's how the movie starts. It starts with uh, Bowser's ship essentially coming in to like the penguins uh, area <laughs> and then it lands Bowser blasts fire through it, 
and he basically kidnaps all the penguins. This scene, I feel like if you've seen the trailer, you've seen this. Uh, it's 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 comical. You see the penguins, you know, uh, throw snowballs at uh, Bowser's army and Bowser, and it essentially does absolutely nothing. And then the penguins are like, "Do you want some more?" And then <laughs> Bowser just blasts them, destroys them. It's like yeah. tiny little like snowballs that they're like throwing at them. That's like not doing anything. <laughs> exactly. It was pretty funny. Um, so then we finally get introduced to Mario and Luigi, and they are brothers, obviously. And they started a plumbing business called the Super Mario Bros. in Brooklyn. And they have this commercial. Uh, it's pretty funny. It's very, um, if you've ever watched the 80s cartoon of Mario Brothers, it has a very similar vibe. Like the commercial for their plumbing business, it's a very similar vibe to like the opening of the 80s Mario uh, yeah. show. Yeah. It ha I feel like there was a lot of different, or there was a lot of similarities with that as well. Yeah. And it had like a little rap to it too. So <laughs> it's pretty cool. It was so like corny that it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they basically, just to summarize, they're in a pizzeria and they're watching this, uh, their own commercial. And their ex employer, Spike, is just like this big guy and he's just making fun of them. And then they go home, and they go to have dinner, and the their parents, they show, like, Mario's parents and his, their fam Mario and Luigi's family, and they kind of just downplay them and just kind of, they're not being supportive, essentially. Um, then they get a job, and it's at this, like, fancy house, and the dog doesn't seem to like Mario and Luigi. And he they just go in for this simple, like, sink fix, but because the oh, because Luigi, I think, breaks the dog's uh, bone on accident. Oh, so yeah. So this dog is just hating Luigi, and it causes this whole big thing about the dog interfering with them fixing things, and they end up just destroying this place. So not a good start for their uh, business. Um, but then there's a water main leak, and they see it on the news, and Mar Luigi decide to go without anyone asking to go help this water main leak. And they end up going like underground in the tunnels and they end up uh, fixing this, I guess, switch, which then led them to fall. And then they end up getting sucked into a warp pipe. So like the green pipes in the video games. And in this warp pipe, uh, they get separated. Uh, Luigi ends up going to essentially like bowser land i don't know what the what they call it but like a like a evil land with lava very it, it had a very um luigi mansion luigi's mansion vibe to it yep and then uh mario ends up landing in the mushroom kingdom they had they were together for a while because i think uh luigi went first right and yeah. then mario yeah. jumped in to kind of save him and then they got split out of the tube um, but yeah, it definitely looked like, um, the beginning of Luigi's Haunted Mansion. And I think it even had like that little tune in the beginning from the, uh, the Haunted Mansion. It could have, I, I've played Luigi's Mansion, like the first one, the second one I didn't play so much. So 
the music on those games are not as familiar to me as like the actual Mario games. I was hoping that like he would have like the big vacuum pack back. Yeah. <laughs> like he brought that to go fix the 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 pipes and then it ended up going with him. Yeah, cuz like yeah. he gets chased by the ghosts that are there. Or not and ghosts, the, it's like the skeleton. Uh, the skeleton. Goombas. Yeah. That like rise up, it's like Evil Dead. <laughs> yeah. That I mean for a kid, I'd say that was probably the scariest part of the whole movie. I agree. I can yeah. see that. Uh, so basically, Mario lands in Mushroom Kingdom. He goes to touch uh, a mushroom, and Toad stops him. And then they have a discussion. And basically, like, hey, I gotta go find my brother. Uh, he got separated. They go, oh, he's probably in the Dark Land. And let's go see Princess Peach. So they end up going to Magic Kingdom. And as that's going on, Luigi, like I said, lands in the Dark Lands, which is ruled by Bowser. Um, so now he's just kind of exploring. And now we see Bowser, uh, and he, his whole plan is to take over essentially all of the kingdoms. And he wants to uh, take over Mushroom Kingdom, but also marry Peach in the same breath. So he seeks to marry Peach and will destroy the Mushroom Kingdom using the Superstar, which he actually stole from that penguin. Which is funny because it, it reminded me of um, 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 uh, what's the Mario game where it's like the uh, you have like a bunch of people and you like play against each other to reach the star. Oh, Mario Party. Yeah, Mario Party. It kind of had a Mario Party feel to it when he got it, and like I think the one map was almost like um, like the original map of when you're selecting the islands from Mario, uh, or in yeah. Mario Party how you're moving around the board and you got the different spots. <laughs> uh yeah so now uh <clears throat> luigi eventually gets captured uh by bowser and his goons and uh so mario like i said meets toad who takes him to peach peach so he basically runs into the castle and he's trying to find peach and he's running through the castle and people are trying to stop him to the point that uh Peach is having this big, grand meeting, because she's the princess, about how they're going to stop Bowser, whether she has to do it alone or whatever. And she's walking out of like the meeting room, and Mario's on the floor, and they discuss that, hey, I can help too. And she was like, whoa, you're a human too, because everyone else in the Magic Kingdom is like a toad, like the toad, looks like toad. Yeah. So like a little guy with a big mushroom head. It's like, um, she, yeah, because she's the only human that was there, and she is, like, shocked that there was another human. She's like, a human! A boy! <laughs> yeah, and she makes fun of him that he's, like, short and stuff. It's pretty funny. <laughs> um, but then she reveals that, I guess, she ended up in Mushroom Kingdom when she was a kid. Like, she ended up getting sucked into a warp uh, pipe, too, but that's pretty much the extent of, like, her backstory. They don't really say much besides that. Yeah, she was kind of, like, raised there for the most part. Yeah. And um, so at this point, uh, the plan is to try to get the Kongs to help fight with Mushroom Kingdom to stop Bowser. But uh, Princess wants Mario to basically show his worth, and there's, like, this obstacle course that she has that has, like, 
all the bricks and the you know the power ups and the ba bombs and the flowers, the the whatever chomp flowers, all this stuff, and you just see fucking princess just goes through it so easily. And then there's like a training scene that Mario just keeps running through it, running through it, running through it. He just is failing and failing. But before all this, she shows him that like the um, the red mushroom gets him bigger, blue one gets him smaller, and so when he eats it, he gets to be about the same height as the princess. And she kind of makes jokes like, "Oh yeah, this is how tall you should be," kind of thing. <laughs> uh, pretty funny stuff. And then eventually he gets all the way to the end and is successful, but I think he gets hit right at the end or something like that. Yeah, he like almost crosses the finish line and then like gets killed right at the finish line. Which that scene is hilarious because like if you think back to like playing all those Mario games, everybody in their childhood always had that one level that they couldn't beat that pissed them off. And (laughs) I feel like him going back and going over and over and over again and doing those. Is every childhood memory of getting stuck at that one level you couldn't beat, and you're just frustrated. No matter what you had, no matter how far you got, you got to the end and then died. It, it reminded me. You ever see those like crazy levels that have um, that kind of show like all of the weird and and extra stuff that they got going on, like with all the fire spin, like the you know, like the the fire spinning things and stuff like that. Oh like yeah. This kind of reminded me of that because it seemed very um, it seemed almost impossible unless you knew the patterns, and a lot of those like extreme level Mario levels are pattern based. You just got to learn the patterns. Yeah, but it takes so. a while to <laughs> to grab one of those patterns. Yeah. So now, uh, Mario, Toad, and P- Princess Peach end up going to the Jungle Kingdom. And it has King Cranky Kong, which if you've played any Donkey Kong, you know who Cranky Kong is. If you're playing Donkey Kong 64, you know who he is. And basically, they say they will agree. They will agree to help if Mario defeats his son in like a fight. And it is revealed that his son is Donkey Kong. The fact that he used the uh, the Mario Kart car. To get him, get them there to the the um, like the fight spot, I thought it was pretty funny. And he's eating a banana and he throws it out. Then the car behind him spins out <laughs> and crashes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh, I think the the guy who drives them, he is the I'm pretty sure in the Donkey Kong games, he's like the uh, the airport guy. Like he flies you to different levels and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't remember his name, but I'm pretty sure that's the character. And then they they show uh, Diddy Kong. They show the female version of uh, like his cousin or whatever with the blonde hair. And they show another one of the Kongs that was in Donkey Kong 3. Because oh, uh, in Donkey Kong 3, you get to be the girl and the other cousin. Daisy, I think, I think her name is, and uh, Diddy Kong. Uh, the, the other cousin is bigger like Donkey Kong. So you see those three in the audience. You see Diddy, the girl, and the other cousin monkey that I think is the playable character in Donkey Kong 3 for Super Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny, though, because when Donkey Kong comes out, I'm pretty sure they do, like, the DK, Donkey Kong. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> I'm pretty sure is the theme for Donkey Kong 64. Oh, I see. I never played 64. Oh, that game's so But, bad. um... 
I didn't even realize that. Yeah. So that's that was pretty cool. And the so this whole fight scene was pretty funny. Like Mario was trying to get power ups because he's just getting defeated. He ends up taking a small mushroom, I believe. He gets a, a yeah, he gets a blue one turned small. Uh, eventually, he ends up getting the cat suit, which is a newer power up in the Mario world. And he ends up defeating Donkey Kong, but they have like this little like uh, rivalry afterwards. Like, oh, you, you, yeah. and he just he plays like he didn't lose. He, he's mad. I never lost. Yeah, yeah. I love how the beginning of that fight is all a uh, Donkey Kong level. Like he's throwing stuff at him and he's coming down on yeah. the platforms. It it looked see like the cool thing about that is like there's no real games that. Uh, they do combat like that outside of maybe Smash Brothers. So to me, I got a, like, oh, okay, Mario versus Donkey Kong, which I believe if you watch the first Smash Brothers opening, mm-hmm. I believe it shows Donkey Kong versus Mario. Uh, that's, uh, yeah. I think actually in the commercial for uh, Smash Brothers 64, isn't it Mario well, versus Donkey Kong? When I they think fight in Smash the Brothers 64, they were in, it was like in costume. Like, it was, like, live action in costume. Yeah, but wasn't Mario vs. Donkey Kong in the opening? Or was I that Mario and Pikachu? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah. So, that gave me a Super Smash Brothers vibe, which that would be cool if they did that. That'd be wild. Yeah. So, do you want to take the next part? So, after they... Um, after they... After Mario defeats Donkey Kong, um, they finally get the okay to uh, go and go to Bowser's castle um, to grab, to kind of try to fight him and defeat him. They take the, um, that's when they they start, they're like, we need cars to get there. And they start um, creating like the Mario carts and like the selection scenes. And they start like picking different, um, utilities and tires and stuff and they're switching between the different menus yeah it's very mario kart-esque yeah like when you're picking your you have to pick your car your uh um what's it called like your kite thing whatever the parasail and your tires and stuff is very similar to that yeah so they try to get the uh the carts that way they can take uh the kong army back to peach's castle to rally up her troops uh, but then Bowser's army pretty much ambushes them on Rainbow Road. Who Rainbow Road. Anybody has ever played Rainbow Road, it's the hardest board ever, but so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure they have the uh, the Rainbow Road music <laughs> that's playing oh, in the so background. Yep, yep. From, um, I think it, it was either the 64 version or um, the newer one. I couldn't tell. Oh, but um, pretty much um, after they're on Rainbow Road, then um, general... It was a cool scene, though. Like, it was cool that they were, like, battling back and forth. They were taking people out. You know, they were throwing weapons at each other. So it was very, like, movie-quality Mario Kart. Yeah. They were getting the different items. They were throwing shells at each other. Uh, Koopa, I think, destroys Rainbow Road, and um, Donkey Kong and Mario kind of fall and uh, plummet into, what was it, water, or was it? I think it was like an ocean underneath Rainbow Road. Yeah. 
And they were just fighting each other, like, no, this is your fault. No, this is your fault. No, this is your fault. <laughs> we hate you. No, we hate you. Oh. But, oh, it was really cool, though, before all that, is that, like, Mario kept ending up in different cars. Like, his first car got destroyed. Then he ended up jumping on with Peach, I believe. And then he ends up jumping on with a bad guy's car. And then he ends up getting in Donkey Kong's car. So it was cool how, like, every time he got hit or something, he would just jump from car to car. He's like, I need a new car. <laughs> Give me this car. Yeah. And then this is where Bowser brings Peach back to his uh, his, his air copter, his his air his like floating palace. Yeah. So like Mario and Donkey Kong plummet to the ocean, and then the all the Kongs and everybody else gets captured by Bowser. Yeah, and they get thrown into the same cell that uh, Luigi is in. Which are like these floating, well, not princess, princess but the Kongs the other one. do. Yeah, it's like these floating cages above lava, and then there's like this little blue star that is just like we're all gonna die. <laughs> I can't wait to die. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so then here is where the Grammy award winning award winning song comes in <laughs> to play, where Bowser professes his love to Peach. And asks her to marry him. And at first she's like, okay, like I'll do it. Just let my people go. And uh, he gets all happy. And they finally get back to Peach's castle. And she was like, I'll never marry you. And then the big brawl breaks out between Bowser, Bowser's crew and Peach's crew. Uh, well, yeah. So, she accepts Bowser's offer, uh, tortures, then Bowser's advisor tortures Toad, tortures Toad. Mario and Donkey Kong get eaten by a big fish, <laughs> learn that they both want respect from their fathers. They escape the fish by r riding a rocket from Donkey Kong's cart. I forgot about that. <laughs> They end up shooting over to Bowser's and Peach's wedding because she agrees to marry him. And then af at the wedding, like, it's cool because, like, you can see who's in attendance. And you see, like, uh, King bob You see King Boo, a bunch of Koomba, like, Koomba, uh, Koopas and stuff like that. So it's, like, uh, Bomber Bill. Like, you see, like, all of these, like, like really cool, uh, you know, really cool things. So, um, so at the wedding, Bowser is now going to execute all the prisoners and lower them into lava, into the lava for Peach's, on, in Peach's honor. But Toad smuggles an ice flower into Peach's banquet, and she uses her freeze power uh, on Bowser and to stop the cages from going into the lava. Uh, Mario and Donkey Kong arrive. They end up helping everyone and get everyone out, which was including Luigi, the other Kongs, the Penguin guys, the the Blue uh, Star, stuff like that. And they end up uh, saving all that. And then Mario uses this suit, which I believe is like the, um, I think that's like the raccoon suit, to save Luigi. Am I right? Uh, yes, because he's flying, I think. Yeah, so he ends up um, using 
that. Sorry, it's been a little bit. So uh, he ends up using that, saving Luigi, and Bowser then frees himself uh, from the ice and summons Bomber Bill, which is a giant, like, bomb uh, bullet to destroy Mushroom Kingdom. But Nar Mario knocks it off course and directs it into the warp pipe where it detonates, creating a vacuum that causes everyone and Bowser's castle to be transported into Brooklyn. Um, so now, like, everything is coming into Brooklyn, like, crashing into buildings and stuff. And now Bowser is fighting uh, Mario and Luigi, and they're not doing so well. So they end up grabbing the Superstar, because it got sucked into, and that made both Mario and Luigi invincible, because obviously if you've ever played the game, the star makes you invincible for a short period. And they end up defeating the Koopas, and they shrink and defeat Bowser. So they defeat Bowser, but they shrink him using the blue mini mushroom. They imprison Bowser in a little like glass bottle, where after they do that, um, Mario and Luigi are hailed as heroes and praised by, you know, all the people in Brooklyn, their parents, and that their old uh, uh, their old boss, Spike. And everything, oh, save the day, save the day. And the brothers end up deciding to move to Mushroom Kingdom. And then they begin a day of plumbing work. But in all of this, like, so there's, like, a lot of things that we kind of skimmed over. Like, there was a part when Donkey Kong and Mario get to where Bowser is, and there's this, like, sequence of a 2D side-scroller, and you just see, like, Mario jumping through and jumping and hitting the blocks and going up and down while Donkey Kong's on the top and they're defeating enemies. So it's <laughs> kind of like, like a 2D Mario play, uh, like side-scroller, so that was really cool. Um, even the fighting in Brooklyn was, was fun. Like, you just got to see how, at one point, Mario and Luigi just looked defeated and... Then they're like, we can't give up, essentially. And, yeah, it was just... Again, the story is not that in-depth. So, essentially, you know, Bowser wants to marry Peach. He kidnaps Peach. Uh, she's in another castle. And they actually use that line in the movie. Uh, she's in another <laughs> castle. And uh, Mario ends up saving her. And, yeah, then they, they imprison Bowser. Uh, it was It was fun, though. It was it this whole thing. It was you know we're kind of skimming through the plot, but it was it was just a fun movie. It was, and I kept going back and forth on um, Mario and Luigi being like, "Hey, we just have us in this world because like they're the two that had the dream to start their business, and nobody um, nobody like believed in them." And then they show a scene during the movie where like um, Luigi's uh younger and like a bully picks on him and then like mario whoops his ass tells him like leave my brother alone um and mario and luigi keep saying like you know nothing can hurt us if as long as we're together so yeah. when they uh they hit the star like they say that line and then they hit the star and they do and they wind up just fucking bowser up for like a good like three minutes um it was cool, though, when you said, like, when they were kids, they did show a flashback when they were kids, and the animation of when they were kids was the same an animation of how they were kids in the Yoshi Island game. Oh, really? 
Yeah, there's a whole game called Yoshi Island, and you're basically you play as Yoshi, and you have baby Mario or baby Luigi on your back, and you're basically trying to protect them. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, that's so it's dope. very similar, like a uh, uh, little baby body with a big head with a big like either Mario or Luigi hat. That's dope. Oh, okay. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, there was something. Oh, I think um, even though the the movie got a lot of like scrutiny against like them not having the uh, the accent, um, or Mario not having the accent, I think there was one guy that kept jumping up. That was in like the back. He did it twice. He did it once in the beginning and then once at the end when they were like praising Mario, and he had like that like Mario accent. Like it's a me, Mario. I wonder if that was the same guy who did the voice for Mario. I'm assuming that it is because I. That's what I thought. Um, because, I yeah, it says right here. It says uh, Charles Mar Martinet. It, he voices Mario and Luigi in the in the games. He voiced the brother's father and Giuseppe, a Brooklyn citizen who are, who resembles Mario's original appearance in Donkey Kong, okay. and speaks in his in-game voice. <laughs> That's I, I awesome. noticed that because in the beginning it was like, "Hello," and you're like, <laughs> "Okay," and then they had Mario follow. So I think that was a whole like, "Okay, this is the old voice. This is the new voice." Yeah, yeah. It was fun though. Like I liked it. Um, I thought it was a fun, fun watch, and yeah, it's, it's about I'm, time. I'm excited to watch it again when it when it comes out. Yeah, like I know um, one of my friends he saw it, and he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch it tomorrow." It was it was amazing. I don't think it was that good. However, I think it was really good. I'd watch it again, but I wouldn't watch it again the next day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See. Like, with a kid, he just wants to watch it over and over because he just, like, it, it was, like, so can I say the graphics on it, because obviously it was animated, amazing. Oh, absolutely. Like, so good. On par. But it was very colorful. Um, Obviously, uh, Mushroom Kingdom is very colorful. You got gr uh, green and red for Mario, pink for, you know, pink for Peach. Then it's, like. My kid was going, I'm Donkey Kong. I'm Donkey Kong <laughs> for like three days afterwards. That's so awesome. He he loved it. So and and again, if 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 kids love it and they can quote it and they could, you know, be a part of it, like that's a whole thing. And he he just he loved it. And and again, it was like I said before that a lot of it was fan service for people who have watched who have played the games over the years. And I went with my brother, who still plays the games. I haven't played the games in a while. And he was saying, oh, and that's from this game. And, oh, that's from this game. And, oh, and I'm like, I didn't play any of those. But at least I could fill in the blanks of the maybe Easter eggs that I didn't understand. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Um so, okay, so let's get into the secret ending. So, cool, everything worked. And so, at the end, the camera pans down to the same sewers that the Mario and Luigi originally got sucked into at the warp pipe. And it is a Yoshi egg. And it cracks open. And you hear, Yoshi! 
That's awesome. So I see, think I didn't Yoshi see that. is going to be uh, who is going to be a major role player in the second one. You think maybe Yoshi will get his own movie? No, no. But I think with the like, obviously the kids and how they like toys and stuff. By doing a second movie, just introducing uh, Yoshi, I think that's going to be a crazy, you know, generator of toys and that that revenue because Yoshi's such an iconic character, and for kids, like he just looks cool. Oh, know? for sure. I feel like, but I feel like if they, I feel like they can make like a, almost like a, like you know, you have the MCU and the DCEU. Like I feel like you can make a Mario universe out of everything. Oh yeah. You gotta think they still have Wario, Waluigi. You have uh, like all. There's so many characters. Um, uh, R- Rosalina, I think, is a Mario character. Okay. Um, you can intertwine Mario Sunshine. There's a bunch of characters in that. Like, there's so many Mario stories that you can steal, take, you know, add to, remove. There's just so much, especially. You know, just look at the the cast of characters in Smash Brothers or yeah. uh, Mario Party, Mario Kart. Like, there's so much in so many different places and ways that they could go. Facts. I mean, I feel like um, oh, what was I about to say? Um, oh, oh, uh, Jack Black was talking about how he wants Pedro Pasquale to play uh, Wario. Oh, that in cool. the next one, I would dig Wario. that. Wario. Because after this, like, I was reading, I was like, I thought that Wario and Waluigi were somewhat related to Mario, and apparently they're not. They're not related to them at all. So it'd be cool to see how they introduce them in the second one. So again, you gotta think, in this one, Bowser was the villain. Yeah. And Bowser was the villain for almost 99% of Mario games. But then there's there's a game that um, Bowser Jr. is the villain. Mm-hmm. There's games that Wario are the villain. Uh, Wario Luigi never really played a villain, but he was always like the counterpart to Wario in Mario Tennis and uh, you know Mario Golf and all those those games. But with the what they could do is because now like Sonic. That animated movie, well, it's like half animated, half live action. Yeah. Like, they can have Sonic open up one of his rings and end up in Mushroom Kingdom. That would be awesome. Because even, remember in the first Sonic movie, he's like, oh, I don't want to go to that planet with all with all mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, they could do that. And then now you have Mario, Sonic, Luigi, and Donkey Kong. Oh, that'd be fire. You know what I'm saying? Then you got then you could do like a, a Star Fox or a, a Zelda, uh, a Metroid. There's so many different games that fall under the same category that you could end up getting a, like a Super Smash Brothers team up uh, together with villains versus um, heroes. Imagine that. Imagine the Super Smash Brothers movie has a lead up and a build. Just like Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that would be fire. And and on top of that, because it's animated, you could literally go forever as long as the voice actors are good to go. And if someone doesn't want to do anymore, you get someone who's close yeah. to their their voice. Yeah. 
Well, you had, I mean, you see the games, like the games come out, and they're the same games, but sometimes they're different voice actors. Like when you look at like yeah. the Batman games, you had, um, you had Mark Hamill do uh, one of Joker. Uh, like two or three Jokers, and then you had Troy ba- uh, Barker or Baker do um, do the Joker. So like, and they're similar in sound. So, yeah. and the fans, I think, would be. Happy either way because whoever voices them probably, you know, were close to or have done the voice before, so. Yeah. And I will say this. Compared to the 93 live-action Mario, this blew that shit out of the water. Oh, a thousand percent By, like, a million. Well, first off, that movie sucked. Like, it's only good because it's nostalgic. <laughs> if we're being real, that movie sucked. <laughs> oh, I just remembered. You know, like, uh, uh, that line that people say, oh, it's on, like Donkey Kong. Yeah. Donkey Kong actually says that when him and Mario are fighting. They're like, it's like, you know what? It's on. It's on, like Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny because, uh, uh, you know, Seth Rogen has, uh, or Seth, yeah. Seth Rogen, yeah. Yeah, Seth he, um, he has such a distinct laugh that hearing Donkey Kong do that laugh just makes it that much fun. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. But they could even do their own... Don- they could do a Donkey Kong movie, too, because there's so many... They've already established Cranky. They've already established Donkey Kong. They already showed Petey and the other two. And they showed the guy who flies the plane in the game. So they've already established, like, at least four or five Donkey Kong characters. And they can easily do a Donkey Kong movie. That would be, you know, it's already, s- and you can, you know, have Mario or Luigi make an appearance or something. Oh, for sure. Yeah. There's but just, there, this movie did so well and was really good that it, the possibilities of where this can go is unbelievable. A hundred percent. I feel like if, and I mean, it seems like Jack Black is kind of like heading everything, and it seems like he he wants to do like a bunch more movies. So like, if they're smart about it, and you know, just like you said before, like they're gonna make a killing off of merch and toys and shirts and stuff yeah. like that, you can create its own little universe. And like, maybe now is the time where like the gaming universe starts coming to the big screen. Like we had the superheroes, we still have superheroes, but like. Maybe now the gaming universe comes to the big screen and they create yeah. something that Marvel started all those years ago. Agreed. And I'm looking right here. It actually says the Mario Brother movie will be released on premium video on demand on May 9th and will be available to stream on Peacock in June and Netflix in late 2023. Okay. And it's supposed to be released on Blu-ray, 4K, on July 1st. So that's three streaming platforms that are hosting that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As soon as that, I guarantee I'm going to be watching this at least ten more times. <laughs> <laughs> more than likely. Yeah. So, yeah, this says here, on in February 2020, Charlie Day expressed interest in reprising his role as Luigi in a Luigi's Mansion film. And said it again in 2023. And then in April 2023, so right when the movie came out, 
Seth Rogen expressed that he's interested in a Donkey Kong Country film. Uh, so, yeah, there's definitely a lot that could can go on. They're definitely going to... Uh, again, if they're smart, they'll definitely build on the franchise. They won't let it just die. Yeah, this did, this did too well to not expand. It's like... I feel like this was an experiment. Think about, like, Iron Man 1. Like, I don't think they had the big plans for Endgame and everything that's gone on since. I think Iron Man 1 was, like, an establishing experiment. And because it went well, it bloomed into everything that we know about the Marvel Universe now. Facts. Actually, it's funny you said that because I don't even think, like, I think they did a series of movies that kind of, like, um, was like a demo or a trial run, so to speak. Because, like, think about all the Hulks. Like, the Hulks had the secret endings as well, where you had, like, Nick Fury being like, hey, what's up? Well, the, the uh, Incredible Hulk sorry, was after Iron Man. Yeah. So the, the first Hulk with um, uh, the guy from Fight Club, um, Edward Norton. Ed Norton. That was pre-Iron Man. And that did not, that did not uh, go over well. The no, no, the first no. Edward Norton was the was the better one. That's the one that he was. Nick he, Fury was, the was in. he was the in Incredible Hulk. Yeah. And that was that was MCU Hulk. Yeah. The but other that was one, after Iron Man. The yeah. other Hulk was the god awful. Yeah, that's the one they made the video game out of. Although the video game was fun. Um, I'm trying to see. Uh, who was... Oh, it was uh, Eric Bana was Bruce Banner in that movie in 2003. It was a... <laughs> no, I can't even say that. And then The Incredible Hulk came out in 2008. And then that was Edward Norton. And then uh, the current guy took over. That was a great movie. Yeah, that was better than the first one for sure. Yeah. Um, um yeah. But yeah, I think they can do the same thing. Like I think so. Start teasing it and create like a whole universe out of it. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely can go into a lot of different places, which I am very excited about. Um, if they make any movie that's even remotely as good as this one, colorful, good for kids, like they're going to just rake in the money. Oh, hell yeah. For sure. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to hit on the movie? Um, not that I can think of. It was just fun. It was a fun, it was a fun movie. Um, I remember when the trailer came out, like, I was very excited to see that Mario movie was finally coming out. Um, why it took them this long to come out is beyond me. But I'm glad they waited this long if it was that good, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And they didn't rush it. Um, and I think they had the perfect combination of nostalgia, uh, kid-friendly, um, adult funny, and something that they can build upon. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Overall, two thumbs up. Facts. So, we got to figure out what we're going to record next. I know Andy and I have been talking about 
maybe doing Mando season three. I know that ended like last week or so. I think that's going to be good. We might record that later today or tomorrow or something like that. Um, I know we wanted to talk about Megan, maybe Cocaine Bear. That that show was fun. Cocaine Bear was interesting. It wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be, but it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It wasn't great, but it was fun. Yeah. And fun is better than just terrible. Like the last scream. The one before New York. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Oh, we could do Scream 6 too, yeah? Yeah. We got we got we got a couple of thoughts. Hopefully uh, we can get our schedules on back in order so we can start recording on a more consistent level. Uh, we're going to bring the guys back on. I know we were talking about that the other day. Uh, Brent uh, yeah, and Shawnee D. Shawnee D. So we'll figure that one out. Uh, yeah, cool. Cool. I'm excited. I can't wait to bring you guys yeah. more. Our Hell Disaster yeah. Party podcast. Let's go. Get it. So, as always, remember to like, share, rate, review, comment, and subscribe to Disaster Party Podcast on all social media platforms, including TikTok and YouTube and all of that good stuff, Instagram. So, remember to like, share, rate, review, comment, and subscribe to Disaster Party Podcast. And as always, I'm Rob Cedeno. Oh, 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 daddy. I'm Andy Bivians. And we are...